I'm Brett Chang. And I am Jay Rosenthal, and this is your Peak Daily for Wednesday, May 17th, where we cover the biggest stories in Canadian and global business, finance, and tech, all in less than seven minutes. Okay, so Jay, $1 million is how much the fingers of each member of Toronto Ultra, Canada's pro Call of Duty team, are insured for by Bell. It's the first deal of its kind for a Canadian esports team, and it makes me think, Jay, that maybe we should consider insuring our voices as some of Canada's most elite podcasters. What do you think? That would be awesome. We should do that. Then we can get be our own fact of the day. It makes sense to ensure the fingers of a Call of Duty esports team. It just makes me think that my son isn't wasting his time playing video games, I guess. Yeah. Well, it's like next week we, for our fact of the day, did you know, Peak Pals, that $500 is the amount that Brett and Jay's voice is insured for <laughs> by Intact? It's such an inexpensive insurance policy to pay the premiums yeah. on. It is interesting, actually. You know, who would have thought that you could actually be a professional esports person? I mean, I know now, but like when I was growing up, that really wasn't a thing. So kudos to the Call of Duty team, the Toronto Ultra. Yeah, go Ultra. Go Ultra. I'm a huge (laughs) Ultra. (laughs) All right, Brett. Aside from a professional esports team being insured, what do we have for people today? For first story, America explores AI regulation. For our second story, inflation is going the wrong way. And for our last story, WestJet pilots threaten to walk. For our first story, if anything can bring two sides of the aisle together, it's regulating artificial intelligence. It's certainly not solving the national debt crisis, Brett. What's going on here? No, it's definitely not. So Sam Altman, who one could argue is the guy responsible for opening the AI floodgates by releasing ChatGPT to the public, appeared before Congress yesterday to call on U.S. regulators to create licensing and safety standards for advanced AI systems. In recent weeks, researchers and executives have called to pause AI development, and AI pioneer Jeffrey Hinton quit his job at Google to speak out on the risks of AI. And to catch you up, last week, EU lawmakers came closer to passing the highly anticipated AI Act. It's set to become the world's first set of laws specific to governing the technology, complete with rules around facial recognition, biometric surveillance, and other AI applications. In Canada, a combination of laws across human rights, tort, intellectual property, and privacy partially regulates the industry, but there are no regulations specifically for AI. And this matters a lot because the success of ChatGPT has sparked an industry race that is giving billions of people access to increasingly powerful but imperfect and also unregulated AI, with companies like Microsoft and Google moving quickly to launch new generative AI chatbots. Lawmakers are generally growing worried about how AI will transform upcoming elections, especially really concerns over fake ads, the job market, and really overall security. Altman told Congress, quote unquote, we can and must work together to identify and manage the potential downsides of AI so that we can all enjoy the tremendous upsides. Oh, he's going to enjoy the tremendous upsides, Brett. Don't worry about him. Yeah. Bottom line, the lawmaking process moves at a snail's pace relative to developments in AI tech, and governments are scrambling to catch up. Altman's calls for them to hurry along underscores how leaders in the space who have the vast resources needed to comply with the new laws may gain an edge over their competitors thanks to stricter future regulations. For our second story, some surprises are good, like a birthday party or finding a $20 bill in your coat, but others are less good, like a canceled reservation or a blister. Recent inflation data is one of those bad surprises. Jay, how bad is it? Sure, let me break the bad news. Love it. Well, inflation rose 4.4% year over year, the first time price growth accelerated since reaching a peak of 8.1% last June and ending a run of five consecutive lower readings. And rising costs across rent, mortgage interest, and gas prices contributed to the rise, but on the bright side, costs for groceries cooled, as did core inflation metrics. And here's what's next. The Bank of Canada said it would, quote-unquote, condition 
conditionally pause rates in March while it assesses the impact of eight previous rate hikes. The bank is targeting a 3% annual inflation rate by the summer, which means two things. One, that this year is just flying by. And two, that the latest unexpected bump opens the door to a rate hike without arguably breaking their pledge. Scotiabank economist Derek Holt wrote in a note very subtly titled The Bank of Canada's Unfinished Business that he would, quote unquote, assign high market probability to a June hike. I guess we're going to bake that into the market right there. BlackRock's Kurt Riemann told the peak inflation might also persist thanks to difficult to control factors like geopolitical tensions and red hot labor markets. And Jay, here's the bottom line. The odds of an interest rate hike in June just got a lot bigger. For our third and final story, if you thought long weekend travel couldn't possibly get any more chaotic, Brett, this one is for you. Think again. I know. I'm a victim, a potential victim of this. We'll see what happens. And I'm not complaining either. Here's what's driving the news. The union representing WestJet pilots issued a strike notice, meaning 1,850 pilots could hit the picket line as soon as Friday and leave flights grounded as they negotiate a contract. In response, the airline said, well, joke's on you. We're not going to let you come to work anyway. Pilots want more job security, decreased schedules, and higher pay, including equal pay for Swoop Pilots, which is WestJet's budget subsidiary. WestJet has said, well, no chance. And this is happening because the demands come after Delta pilots in the U.S. scored a huge new contract that gives them a 34% pay increase over four years. WestJet pilots are demanding a quote-unquote North American standard contract that would pay them at levels comparable to U.S. pilots. Sure, when they're compatriots down south, they're making 34% more every year. Yeah. Air Canada could soon face similar demands. Its pilots can force negotiations for a new contract at the end of May and, per their union, are looking for historic gains. And this all matters because the dispute could impact the Canadian aviation industry beyond delayed flights. If WestJet pilots win higher wages, other airlines could be pressured to raise them too. As it relates to you, we have some good news and some bad news. Jay, what's the good news? Thanks for giving me the good news on this one. The good news is that higher wages might attract more pilots to Canada as it faces a shortage per the WestJet union. The airline lost 240 pilots last year due to low pay. But the bad news is that the higher wages can lead to higher airfare, which is already pretty dang steep as airlines pass the increased labor costs down to travelers. Now let's zoom out. From pilots to public workers to hotel staff, the elevated cost of living has led to increased labor unrest. With a recent set of wins and a high, and well, compared to the U.S. at least, unionization rate, Canada could see more labor action soon. Peak Pals, thanks for making us the most listened to business news podcast in Canada. If you got a second, why not follow this podcast on your app of choice and leave us a review. And if you want more Peak, make sure to subscribe to our daily newsletter at readthepeak.com. Thank you, Brett. Have a great day, Peak Pals. When you give me shock waves.